0: And welcome to this week's edition of The Mountain Gardener. Your host, Ken Lane, here every week in the mountains of Arizona. We're just it's autumn. It's beautiful. A couple things you should be noticing right now is the autumn colors that started early. They're starting to be, well, naked. They're deciduous. Deciduous means they lose their leaves in the winter. Evergreen is they hold their foliage. They may not necessarily be Green all the time. Some, some evergreens turn gray, they turn purple, they turn uh, reds and and uh, burgundies, They're just different colors, but they hold their leaves year round. Deciduous, whether it's a shrub or a tree, loses their leaves through winter. They need to rest. That's many of the blooming plants, like lilacs and forsythia and, and a rose of Sharon and crepe myrtles, these are things that need to rest. They put all this energy into blooming, blooming, blooming. And then they need to kind of hibernate kind of like a squirrel or a bear. They need to kind of let go, just kind of reset, gather their energy, rest for a bit, and then come back next spring with vengeance and do it all over again. The evergreens, they don't need to do that as much. They tend to rest right after they're done elongating. So a spruce tree, Now's the time to plant spruce and pines and firs and junipers. This is the peak time. Well, they tend to rest uh, from spring, summer through winter. And then they put all of their energy into bursting with new growth. They generally only, only grow one time. So a spruce tree will grow about 18 inches a year. If it's truly happy, maybe a little bit more. If it's not quite happy, maybe a little less, but about 18 inches. It's going to push that growth in the spring. And whatever you get for the spring, that's all you're going to get for the entire year. And then it rests for the rest of the year. It actually doesn't just rest. It actually thickens up those new new needles. Uh, They they become waxy. They kind of protect themselves. And that's where they're so winter hardy. Uh, They're just so robust because they've been hardening themselves off. From summer through autumn through winter, and then they're forming right now new new uh, I call them leaf buds, so new buttons on the ends of those branches. That's the bigger that button can be, the more growth you're going to have next spring, and so things are in transition right now. Uh, that's also the spruce trees. That's why you're putting those in now, so they'll continue. They'll root out some through the end of the year. Then they're going to flush all of this new growth and from the farm, I mean we've really juiced them, we've kind of got them, we want them green and rich and healthy so that when they do burst with new growth next spring, you get maximum growth. and then right after that new candle growth of a pine tree or a spruce or a fir or whatever that evergreen is, the bigger that that elongated growth is, the more the roots you get it's just a really good good way to go deciduous plants they need to hibernate or so just kind of rest for a bit and then right now you are noticing many many leaf buds and flower buds so i noticed my my uh, peach tree it's just it's got a few leaves left it's definitely gold uh, i'd say your your apricots and your nectarines they're all in the same league they're all in the same they're they're related to each other they're kind of finishing up but when the leaves fall off, you'll notice look closely at the branches, and you'll see little nodes, little buttons, little uh little nodules. That that is the flower bud for next spring. It's a flower or a leaf bud. One of those two, generally for, for fruit trees, that's a that's a flower bud. The more those you have, the more potential for fruit. It's been a tremendous fruit year this year. Just lots of apples coming off right now, lots of pears coming off right now. So that's that's why you're planting those now so that they can get get adjusted to their new new home. I'd say, uh, and then they're going to erupt with new flower buds and form new fruits next spring. And so the secret with those don't be alarmed when they lose their leaves. This is for you you tropical folks, the Hawaii, the Southern California, the, the, the South of Arizona. They're not used to things losing their leaves. It's okay. It's natural. They need to do this. If you're seeing some yellow on your plants, so not just fall color, but let's say your evergreens like privets, red tip photinia, cotoneasters, all of these, we call them broadleaf evergreens. They're the ones that are most noticeable. If they've got any amount of yellow on them right now, they should not. That is not healthy. Usually, what that is, that is a lack of nutrients, and so they've they're starving to death. And so those plants that have yellow on them right now, uh, they won't form nice leaf buds. They won't have good, good flower buds. And so if you've not fertilized in the last six months or so, you'll see this. Or if you've been watering like crazy, all that food you gave it back last spring has flushed out, and now it is actually gone. And so the plant is it's it's saying, hey. I'm emaciated, I'm getting pale, I need some help here. Watch after me, could you help? And so you just give them some some granular food. So the uh, all-purpose plant food, 744 all-purpose plant food is the best stuff ever. Give it some of that and it will green back up. It'll, it'll get you more leaf buds, more flower buds. The fertilizing in autumn is the most important bar none. I mean, just, I can't emphasize that enough. Because of this whole sequence of I'm forming next spring's flower and leaf buds. Or if it's an evergreen, it's forming that new button. And the bigger that elongation of that new node on the end of that branch gets, the more roots you get. The hardier it is, the deeper it is, the more drought robust. Just kind of, there's a lot going on for it. You folks with new landscapes, it's even more important. So new landscapes, because the roots just really haven't. You put in a let's say a five gallon plant. It's kind of the standard tree or a fifteen gallon tree. That bucket, all the roots of that 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 plant knows are inside that bucket. They need to elongate outside that and get into that surrounding soil, and then all of a sudden it will be very happy next spring when it gets hundred degrees next into June, first part of July. You know when the summer is. It will be it'll go through that like it was nothing. It'll just be happy with that. You won't have to water every day because it's got roots all over the place. You can water once a week and it'll be just fine. And so right now uh, your 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 landscapers are are adjusting water and so if you are if they've done that and you've got brand new plants, you still those brand new plants because that root is still still defined by the bucket it hasn't elongated out those those roots should go out three four five six feet away from where that original plant roots were if that's the case you're going to be more dependent on you through winter they're going to need some supplementing this winter so i'm telling folks right now uh, if you're as soon as you turn that irrigation off sometime in november we tend to throttle back so as plants lose their leaves they don't need as much water they still need water here in Arizona. They never shut down. It's not like the Midwest, you Midwest folks, you, you don't, we don't have a frost line here. I mean, the code says your, your water pipes and sewer pipes need to be 18 inches under the ground. That's barely scratching the surface. Some of you folks from Wisconsin, you've got eight, six foot, eight foot water lines. You're down so deep because the ground freezes. We don't do that here. And because of that, your plants, that sap will still flow even in midwinter, even in January. I mean it was 12 degrees last night but it will be 55 60 degrees this afternoon. That's why it's so beautiful here. I mean even middle of the day it's still bright and sunny. You still see the blue sky. You can still go out and with a couple layers go out and hike around and just enjoy the outdoors. That's the beauty of Arizona, especially the mountains of Arizona. It's the best. And your plants are happy with it too. So you'll find that they tend to still form those buds. They'll be slower but they're still forming. They're still growing. They're still they're still that sap is still flowing and feeding. Next spring's next March into February, first part of March is when you see spring hit here in the central highlands. I call it. Uh, let's say it's Cortis Junction to Prescott Valley, Dewey, Chino Valley, Paulden, uh, Prescott, of course, uh, all over the mountain towards Kirkland. uh uh, skull valley those are hillside that's we're all the central highlands we're all the same elevation i would even include and some of you types you folks on the other side of the mountain you think you're more special than we are you're not you're the same camp verde cottonwood sedona you're the same we're all the same we're all the central highlands we're the same so the plants will start to wake up sometime after valentine's day and then it goes from there so it's usually the daffodils are starting to bloom especially on that eastern slope on the Mingus, that's that Cottonwood Jerome, those areas. Sedona, where you get some of those, those warm rocks up there, they start to take off early. And so by the end of February, you're seeing, oh, it's spring's here. It's getting ready. Uh, so th- they, the spring bloomers are starting to really go. And then it's Forsythia hit, then it's Lilacs bloom, and then it's Roses hit. And then it just, it's just a progression right after that. But they're deciduous. They need to rest for a bit. There, that's the end of the first segment. We will be right back after this with more important garden tips, tricks, and garden advice.